We all get it. Postpartum and the years after having a baby is no walk in the park. But you know what? It isn't just about depression or anxiety either. Hey, my friend, I'm Miranda Bauer, homesteading mama with four wild kids, whose life passion and education is all about supporting mothers and providers and understanding the science, the art, and the sacredness of healing after birth. What we know as common sense in the postpartum years has many women feeling just plain awful. It's time to bring back the truth, get you the tools you need to heal, and thrive in motherhood and beyond. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Postpartum Circle podcast. I'm Miranda Bauer, and I'm very, very excited for today's episode because today I get to share with you my very raw and very vulnerable stories of postpartum. And so if you don't know my four stories, I've got four beautiful kids. I want you to get prepared for a very wild ride. And I think this is really important because not only is just really using the stories of women and connecting and really educating and sharing with women, you know, the different things that could happen in postpartum and the different experiences that happen and and just creating those kinds of connections. But I also want to share this story with you so that you could understand the reason behind why I do what I do and why I care so much about your post-birth healing journey. So I'm going to share with you, I'm going to start off with my first birth, which happened about 11 years ago. And I will tell you when it came for like preparing for the birth of my, my baby, I went out of my way to do everything quote unquote, right. Right. I was a biology major. I am a science geek at heart. I was already very obsessed with digging deep into the what and the where and the how of women's bodies during pregnancy and labor. And so while I was preparing for my first birth, I really didn't settle for anything less than what I felt was the best. I literally had five different doctors before I settled for the right provider. If there was somebody who made me feel less than or somebody who made me feel uncomfortable, I left their practice. I literally fired them, said, no, thank you. And I went on to go find someone else. I swore that I had everything made. And I ended up with an amazing, amazing midwife who was with me for all four birth experiences. But I I truly did not settle for anything less than the absolute best. And I spent hours understanding pregnancy and preparing myself for you know, this miraculous day of birth when I would get to hold my child for the first time in my arms. And there he was in the very same moment that my son kind of came into this world, uh, my postpartum journey began. And I will tell you, it was a 17 hour labor. It was all natural. It was something that I absolutely wanted, but it took so much out of me. I did not spend any of my time, my months and months planning for the labor and birth experience. I didn't spend any of it preparing for 
what life was going to be like after the birth of my baby. Uh, I took the breastfeeding class, right? I, I made sure that I got the best stroller and the best car seat and researched the best nursing bra and I got the nipple cream, but nothing else beyond that. I knew nothing about the unique needs of my newly postpartum body. All I knew was I, you know, began my first days and weeks and months of motherhood exhausted. I felt terrible in my body and I swore that motherhood was not for me. And research doesn't really prepare you for the unfolding of postpartum depression. I mean, we know the stats, one in seven will experience postpartum depression after having a baby. And that's exactly what happened to me. I cried daily. I felt no connection to my son. I knew that he needed me, but I barely knew how to help myself, let alone my innocent baby. And I lost my relationship, you guys. I became a single mother. I lost my business at the time, which was working in uh, a different health uh, and, and more like beauty product kind of things. And, and I was afraid that I was going to be losing my son. I sank so deep into postpartum depression and anxiety that I turned away from natural healing techniques and remedies and, and doctors and everything. I turned away from all of it. And I felt so deeply ashamed. I felt so deeply ashamed by my experience. I was supposed to have it all together. I couldn't tell anyone my experience. And still to this day, I look back and I think, how come nobody knew that I was experiencing such intense postpartum depression and anxiety? How was that not obvious? And it boggles my mind sometimes because of the depths of which I had felt this. I actually, one night in the midst of, you know, another sleep deprived week and, and raising my son, I ran to my couch hysterically crying because I was hallucinating from insomnia I remember he was up a lot that night and um, finally got him down for bed and I went to rest my eyes and within 15 minutes, I heard him crying again and I looked up and I swear the curtains were moving toward me and they had faces. I was hallucinating and I knew I was hallucinating and I freaked out. And it was because I was not getting the sleep that I needed. I wasn't getting the nutrition I needed. I was not getting the care I needed. And that night that I experienced that, that is when my world began to change. And in the following months and, and really years, I dedicated myself to learning all that I could about healing my postpartum body and mind. I became a certified childbirth educator. I interviewed countless indigenous women and midwives to learn the history of healing mothers and really digging into the science. And I actually started hosting pregnancy and postpartum retreats uh, and becoming a very active voice in my community. Um, I was teaching, uh, creating space for, for women in motherhood, sharing and speaking with everyone I could. I even was speaking at universities and created a book, like all, all the things. Being able to learn and share with so many regularly allowed relearning and unlearning of 
how to really take my own advice and really apply the research and the findings that I had, that I had experienced and that I was finding. I had spent too many moments of my new motherhood experience just hating it. And it was finally time for me to start finding myself again and reconnecting with what I love. And that's what I used this time for after that experience of hallucinating with the curtains. And, and, but it was draining. My boy was really needy and uh, he took up so much of my time, especially as a single mother, I had no escape. And, and it was really hard because my attention went solely to him as, as it should, as, you know, babies are typically, you know, very needy and my son was extra needy. And at night, uh, however, like when he finally would go to sleep, I would light a candle and I would take my journal out to write. And that was my time. It was my space to like really reconnect with Miranda, to remember her joy, to honor her pain, to be present for her growth. And I would do this for 10 to 15 minutes a night. And I would be able to put my feelings to thoughts and and words and really begin the healing experience. And that felt amazing. That felt absolutely amazing. Uh, And then I would crash, right, until my son woke up and needed me again. So through this experience of healing, I went on to meet the husband, the husband, like my dream man. He's absolutely amazing. And we had a, a baby together. Well, we had many, but this is the second one that I'm telling you about. And I swear I had all my bases covered, right? I was not going to repeat what happened the first time. And now I have the support. It was going to be very different. And I was very wrong because I had spent years at this point. My son was four while, and when I had my, my daughter, I spent years researching and sharing and helping women to really have this better postpartum experience. And I knew, right. I knew I was in a good place. I felt really well after my daughter's birth so well that I had lots of energy. I was adapting to mothering too very well. And I was really embracing this transition and, and then it hit and the months after her birth, brought deep bouts of postpartum depression and anxiety. I felt like I had no help. I was angry. I was rageful. I was really out of control. And in addition to the anxiety, my ravaged and poorly nourished post-birth body really began to compromise my immune system. And I was diagnosed with a postpartum autoimmune disease. For those of you who are familiar with ulcerative colitis, it was a gruesome. And I spent many, many days on the toilet just wondering what happened to me. And it was because I knew all the things. It was because I thought I knew everything that I didn't necessarily have to apply everything because I had such an amazing birth experience and I felt so good and I felt so energized that I can just continue on as if, and I did, but then that crash happened because I really truly didn't take care of myself. I didn't apply the knowledge that I knew. And it was very painful. I mean, I, I would spend hours crying, crying on the bathroom floor, really, because my insides felt like they were being ripped to shreds and just upset with where I was and how I, in the world I had gotten to another low place. 
once again. And then I had my third birth and that was very unexpected. It was probably one of my most challenging pregnancies because I was in the throes of healing from the second childbirth experience and postpartum experience. And it took a long time to really come to wanting this pregnancy and being fully involved in it. I had pregnancy depression, which is something that a lot of people don't even talk about. But by the time I was in my third trimester, I felt so ready and to welcome this baby. I had worked through a lot of what I was going through emotionally as well as physically. And I knew I was going to follow my own advice to a T this time. Uh, I actually reached out to my support system and asked them to give me with like nutritionally dense, you know, and appropriate foods for my early postpartum days. I had meal trains set up. They knew I needed help. I was confident I was receiving it. I had everything set up and I thought I would be off to a really good start. And one day after my daughter's birth, my third daughter's birth, all the arrangements I had made to help support my healing and transition fell completely through. And this is really when my sadness began. I was doing all the things right this time. I had set up my post-birth plan. I had reached out to my support system. They knew how to support me and helping me heal. I was taking my own advice And it felt like it all crumbled within days of her birth. And I remember sitting in the doctor's office once again, feeling afraid that if I said anything at all, I might lose my children. And despite my fear, I mentioned it. I like, I leaned into it. And my amazing provider dug deeper with her kindness. And, and it was just, it was a really good experience. And I was diagnosed with postpartum bipolar. Devastating doesn't even begin to describe how I felt in this moment, but I pressed on. I was determined to heal my body, and I was really well equipped with the knowledge of how to do this and what it is my body needed. So I used the highs of my bipolar. I would set myself up in my highs for the lows. So during my highs, I'd make meals. I have really important conversations with my partner. I applied what I knew even to the things that felt silly at the time. Every little thing I was in it. I was so in it. And I would apply all of that in my highs just enough to carry me through my lows. So all my meals would be prepped all my like conversations be had, like, this is exactly what I'm going to need. I would set up a list on the refrigerator. Like every single day, I have to do this to heal my body. And because I was willing to lean on my years of research and really take control over my situations, I was really ready to create change. And for the first time ever in my postpartum experience, I was able to get sleep. I was finally able to provide my healing body with proper nutrition. I reached out to the right individuals who were able to help process some of my previous traumas with me. 
my highs and lows of my bipolar really started to level out into a more normal state and my body was able to start recovering. My hormones became balanced and I was truly offering this, this grace and this time for recovery for myself and for my children. It was my utmost priority. And with that, because of that, I healed my postpartum bipolar in three months flat, no medication. That's not always the easiest thing to do. And I don't recommend it for everyone. I'm not saying that you don't need medication. Obviously speak with your provider, but this is my my story, my experience. And then shortly after, I got pregnant again. And my last postpartum, this is my fourth child and my third daughter. And I will tell you, I nailed it. I took time to really use my pregnancy to support me in going through a lot of emotions, right? I expressed to my husband exactly what I needed and when I needed it. And I worked hard to have ready to go nutritious meals that would really heal my body and help regulate my hormones in those early weeks. And even months after I set myself up for so much success and I didn't rely on my community to bring those meals to me. I took over that in my pregnancy to prep for my postpartum. I really created this new system for my body I drank the proper healing herbs. I made sure I got sleep. I, you know, took away a lot of mom stress by eliminating everything that was unnecessary. I made sure that I had time for myself and I really recovered in bliss. And now I stand here as a mother of four and a woman who is dedicated to shredding the information perpetuated by the birth industry by the medical industry. And I will tell you, I have perfected my methods of healing through my own births and I have worked through my own trauma. My hormones are balanced. I sleep well. I eat the right foods for a body healing from pregnancy and birth, although I'm not in that space anymore. I have taught thousands of women to take back the control of their postpartum experiences so they too can create the bliss that they deserve. I work from a place of experience, a place of knowledge, and a place of deep, deep desire to help mothers feel great, to get rest, to recover, and to find their bliss. And that, my friends, is the story behind me becoming a postpartum bliss coach. And as you can see, what I do and why I care about you and your results go way deeper than just postpartum recovery. And it's also why I don't solely work with women who are just in the initial few weeks after having a baby. Instead, I work with women who are in the years after childbirth because that's truly what I needed. I needed somebody to be there for me, not just in the first six weeks, but in the first several years as my body adjusted and grew and changed and shifted. And as I got to know that new person in that body, I know how much care 
and attention and healing a mother truly needs in life after baby, simply because I have been there. And if you want to be a part of that process, you are more than welcome to message me, uh, reach out to me personally. I would be happy to see if working together would be the right thing for you. But I also want to say the biggest part of you hearing my story and understanding the, the reason why I do this work is so that you too can understand that you have the ability to heal your body deeply, no matter what your experience is. I have gone on to experience such a wide array of mental and emotional and physical challenges in the postpartum period. And I have used the knowledge uh, that I've gained from those experiences to truly help and support my body and deeply healing and healing other women as well. And I just want to say, if I can do it from a place of, you know, depression and extreme anxiety and hallucinating, and, uh, you know, I didn't even tell you about my, my anxiety of monkeys coming down from the ceiling and stealing my baby and waking up and having panic attacks about that, thinking how could I possibly be so upset and having actual panic attacks about something that could not happen, right? Those deep, deep understandings and postpartum bipolar and developing an autoimmune disease and healing all of that healing all of that through the use of food and repletion and sleep and hormone balance. And so you, my friend, no matter if you want to work together with me, or if you are seeking support from a counselor or a therapist or your provider, or you're seeking out a nutrition coach or counselor, whatever it is that you are doing to get the support that you need, know that that support exists and that support is oh so necessary as we're going through these changes. So glad that you can join me and listening to my story. I hope that supports you and helps you. And I would love, love, love to hear your stories. I have shared many times how I think sharing these stories and and really understanding the depths and the significance of postpartum through the voices of women, it really can be a changing point for so many. So feel free to reach out to me to share your own experience in your journey. I would love to hear it. Thanks for tuning in and taking the time to learn about how to support your body in deep healing. We don't do this work just for us or for you. Your healing impacts your children, your relationships, and your community. We do this work because the health and vibrancy of our world begins with its mothers. I hope you have taken some valuable information today and applied it to your own life. If you aren't sure where to begin, reach out about working together one-on-one or at minimum learning about my postpartum nutrition plan, which is where I start every single one of my clients. And you can do that by going to mirandabauer.com. Hope you enjoy this episode. Let us know by leaving a review and we will see you next time.